Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one best-selling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Is it menswear, womenswear? Well, it started out as women's, but I've gotten so many requests from men who are like, oh, I want a jogger too. (laughs) With men, there will be a, a VPL. You know what that is? Uh-uh. You know what it is? Never heard. A visual print line. Like they oh, like a visual print line. A visual print line. Oh. They like to give you a yeah, little pink, a little, a little sneak. A little sneak peek. <laughs> I mean, hey, both men and women like to see a little something dangling every now and then. So I'm going to give the people what they want. <laughs> Sheree is giving the people what they want, a little dangly thing. She really said, I like dick. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I'm super excited about The Real House of Atlanta and She by Stray because I finally think that now she's got a plan. She's given us a jogger with the VPL. And honestly, there's nothing I want more in the year of the Lord 2022. So thank you, Sheree. I'm hoping that at some point I can go and buy a jogger. And I have so many questions about the logistics of that. Is she really putting a pouch in there? Or is she just going to put like a design where it shows a dick? Or is it just going to be a thinner fabric to show that? I mean, what are the logistics of the VPL for the She by Sheree men's jogger? I need to know. So if anyone has the information, please reach out to me in the DMs. They are open. I need to know more about the fabric design and the VPL. And I'm assuming that we'll find out more. But it does worry me that when she was at the fabric store, we saw the designs on the screen. They showed us, it said spring 2022. Now we are in a late summer of 2022. I don't know if you know this, if you've looked at a calendar lately. I know time is uh, nothing but a concept at this point. But if you look at the calendar, we're at the end of July 2022. And so the fact is, I haven't seen a She by Sheree jogger in the store shelves. Now, I'm not sure if it's just in a store that I'm not going to, or maybe uh, she's waiting for this to air before they launch. But I'm very worried about it because I've gone to the website and there's no uh, jogger where I could get a VPL line in the jogger. So I don't know what's going on. But you know, men's men in a gray sweatpants. You ladies out there, you know that what I'm talking about. You know a man in a gray jogger, specifically a good-looking man in a gray jogger. There's nothing better. So I hope color-wise, she's also going with the men's jogger in the gray because that's what we need. That's what the people want. I'm here to tell you, uh, we want to see that thing dangle in a gray jogger. Ladies, am I right? I like dick. Okay, we don't have Ultimate Girls Trip this week. Also, I have to say, I'm a little bit, I hate to even say this, I'm a little bit hungover because I went to a concert last night. I saw TLC and Boys to Men here in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Bowl. Boys to Men had a full orchestra behind them. It was one of the greatest concerts I've been to. It was just so good. If you have a chance to see either of them, but specifically Boys to Men, I mean, stunning vocals, flawless, perfect, amazing, flawless. So go see Boys to Men if you get a chance anywhere where they're performing. Go look them up on their website. I mean, it was just, uh, it was so much fun, so much fun. And I put a little TLC on the soundboard because I felt like it was appropriate because we got candy. She, of course, wrote No Scrubs. When they did that, it's uh, life-affirming to see a live uh, viewing of No Scrubs. I mean, Candy really wrote the hell out of that song. And so, anyway, if you have a chance to see them, go see them. But I had a couple of cocktails at the concert, which I don't do a whole often. I don't drink a whole ton, and so I'm a little bit struggling today. But we don't have any girls' trips, so we just got Atlanta to talk about. And there's plenty to talk about with Atlanta. I mean, we got to get into this. We're going to Jamaica. We got all sorts of stuff happening on Atlanta. And there's Sonia had a really bizarre party that had seemingly dry tortillas at it. And so we're going to get into all of that. Kenya was really cracking me up in the confessionals. Kenya's a comedy queen. I mean, every time they cut to Kenya in confessional, it's like, I know she's going to give us a good one-liner. She's going to give us a good ba-dum-tsh. She's going to give it to us. And she it never lets me down every time they... And Marlo, too. Marlo's a comedy queen as well. She's cut into the confessional. She shaded Sheree at one point. Nobody knew Sheree's age, which made me laugh. <laughs> so we'll get there. We open this week with... Uh, Candy said she'd never been kicked off a trip before. And I was thinking about this because Marlo kicked them all out of that house last week. And for some reason, I was thinking this week we would still be there and that would all be like a ruse. I thought maybe that was just they were tricking us with it to be continued or something. And they were going to open this week and they were still going to be on vacation. We'd have one more episode there. But they really did get kicked out of that house. Now, I have a lot of questions about the logistics of it. First of all, uh, did they only get filming for one night? 
and then they had to find a reason to get out of there. Because I would imagine when they set up these cast trips, I would imagine that they have to get filming clearances for a few days, and it's costly to send producers there, to send the camera people there, and the whole crew. So I can't imagine that they would be able to easily just cancel the trip midway. So that leads me to believe that maybe it was planned that it would be canceled midway. But am I being too conspiracy theorist about it? Uh, and I do know that Candy said she was never kicked off a trip before, but I do recall that when Nini invited all the gals out to L.A., do you remember she wouldn't let him in the L.A. house when she was out there doing uh, The New Normal or whatever the fuck that Ryan Murphy show was called? I watched every episode of that, by the way. Uh, that's neither here nor there. The point is that I think Nini kicked all the gals off that trip, too. So it has happened before. Candy said that, and I was hoping they would flash back. Uh, but unfortunately, they did not. But did they actually only have the filming for one night? I don't know. You know, last week on the show, I was having all these conspiracy theories about Moneta and uh, who's the other one? Fatum. And I heard from some reliable sources that they actually had uh, organic relationships with the cast before filming. So I did hear that Moneta is actually really good friends with Candy and Sheree is actually friends with Fatum. Now, I was on this podcast saying, I don't buy it. You know, I'm looking at everything through a monocle. I'm very skeptical. I got an eyebrow raised. And here I heard from reliable sources that I was wrong. So apparently, what do I know anymore? You know, people listen. I I don't know anything about these shows. I'm just here to comment. I'm doing my best. Uh, But I don't know a single thing. I don't know a single thing. I'm a dummy. Okay, we open this week with Marlo. She's drinking out of a Lord is my strength mug. And I do believe in a worded mug. I love a coffee mug, specifically a large coffee mug. And I think that's where you should get all your word art. It either should be on a tea towel or a coffee mug. You don't need to hang it in your house. You don't need it as decor. But I do believe that having a coffee mug with word art or an inspirational saying on it is a good thing. And I, you know how I feel about coffee mugs, too. I think that they shouldn't make coffee mugs that are lower than... 15 ounces. I think 15 ounces is a cutoff for me. I like an oversized coffee mug. And sometimes I go, I shop it online because I like to order a coffee mug online. And I look at it and it'll say 12 ounces. I'm like, what the fuck is a 12 ounce? What am I going to do with a 12 ounce mug? It doesn't even hold a fucking cup of coffee. I get so fucking pissed. So pissed. So if you're a retailer out there, if you're someone who makes coffee mugs, I need you to step it up. And I need you to not sell a coffee mug that's under 15 ounces. Quite frankly, it should be 18 ounces. I have this old Monsters Ink mug that's like 26 ounces or something. It's basically a bowl. And that's how I like to drink my coffee out of it. That's what I want to drink my coffee out of. So I'm not interested in these little ass mugs. Anyway, Marlo's got the Lord is My Strength mug. Uh, we're catching up with all the gals. We see Drew with her mom. She says she got fired. She was working for the dad. And then she got fired because she fell asleep. She fell asleep on the exam table. Let's break this down for a little while. Um, Drew was working for the dad. She sat in the exam room or the exam table. And she was working there, I guess, in the offices. But then she just fell asleep. So who found her on the exam table when she was just sleeping? Like, could you imagine? I'm not sure if Drew's dad's a doctor or who, or what the dad does, but she, I think she said exam table. So I'm just imagining like married to medicine style, Dr. Jackie bringing someone in the office and just seeing Drew sleeping on the table. You know, is that what happened? I don't know. By the way, if you're not watching married to medicine, I don't know how many times I got to tell you this season is delivering. They did a whole intervention with Dr. Heavenly where they put together a montage of clips of Dr. Heavenly on YouTube making fun of the whole cast, and they made her watch it. It was so good. It was so good. So Married to Medicine always delivers, but particularly this season, I'm just like, if you're not on board, you need to get on board. And when people ask, they say, where do I start with Married to Medicine? You start with season one. Season one is fantastic and onward. 
I don't care that it's 100 seasons. If you want to watch it, you need to get on from the beginning because it's so, so good. Uh, anyway, is that what happened with Drew when she got fired by the parents? I'm not sure. We see Sheree. She's at home with Cairo. Cairo's still hot. Wow. I like Dick. And he is apparently singing now. He's got a song. He says he's going to play the clean version for Sheree. Uh, Sheree reveals that she hired the designer. And this is where we see the spring 2022 on the designs. She says to Kyra, she says, this is do or die for me. I can't keep talking. If it doesn't happen this time, she by Sheree is going to have a funeral. Now, she's given it a lot of chances. I think she's given it more chances than anyone else would have been in her position because she's tried to have the fashion show with no fashions in season one. And now we're upwards of a decade later and she still has nothing for sale. And she's telling Cairo, this is it. And honestly, she's got some tenacity. And so that's why I think I want to see She by Sheree make it because the fact that she's still doing it, you know, Sonia Tremont Morgan with the toaster oven on Real Houses in New York, she gave that maybe one or two seasons and then it became this thing that everyone referenced, but she still never gave it to us. She gave up. And here is Sheree, decades, I don't know when we started Real Houses of Atlanta, but I'm sure it's been over a decade that we have not seen She by Sheree. And by the way, in that first season of The Real House of Atlanta, we had Dwight. Remember, he was the one who said she threw a fashion show with no fashion. She said, remember, he said, how dreadful. Well, I don't know if you saw on social media, Dwight was posting pictures at the beach. He was rolling around in the sand like, I don't know, Janet Jackson in the Miss You Much video or whatever. It was like, what is Dwight doing in the sand rolling around the beach? I mean, I loved it. We're Drunk on Love by Beyonce. Do you guys listen to the new Beyonce CD? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I'm trying to decide what my favorite is, but I don't know. I think Summer Renaissance is the last track is my favorite. But I, it's all so good. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's just like a good party dance. It's just fantastic. Anyway, Dwight's basically in the Drunken Love video in this Instagram because he was just rolling around on the beach and it being sexy. And I was like, good for you, Dwight. Good for you. And I wish they would bring him back on the show. I know he's going to be at the She by Stray fashion launch, I think. Didn't we see him in the trailer? I'm excited to see him come back. Uh, but then we cut to Candy. Her and Todd are at the guest house. They're eating. They're having a birthday for Ace. He's six. She's doing a little party with the kids for during the week. And then she says on the weekend, she's going to have a bigger party. Now, this little party looked like a great big party to me. I mean, she had the video game truck, which I was legitimately Googling around my house. I was like, how do I get the video game truck for my own party? Like, I, I need to have my own video game truck because, you know, I'm a gamer. Love me some Nintendo. And so this October, my birthday's October 9th, I'm going to have to find that video game truck. I want to have uh, Super Mario. I want to have Mario Kart competitions and a truck outside the house. Like, that's what I'm interested in doing for my 30-something birthday. Uh, and it looked like a great time. And also the cake looked good. It was so cute when I think it was Ace or one of the kids was acting shy. And I love when kids get like so shy at the beginning and then they eventually warm up to you. But sometimes when it's like they don't know you or something, they get shy. And it always reminds me of, do you remember on Mad TV, the guy who played Stuart and he's like, look what I can do. You know, do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> I think his name was Michael McDonald, but he wasn't the singer Michael McDonald. And he played this like, he was a grown man playing a little toddler boy. And he's like, look what I can do. And he was so funny. He had like blush and rouge on his cheeks. Oh my God. That was the best. Mad TV was so fucking funny back in the day. I mean, Mad TV. Whoo! 
Man, TV was good. Anyway, Candy got the video game truck. Kenya and Drew brought their kids over. I left it. I wasn't even focused on the scene because I was just looking at the truck and I wanted it. Meanwhile, Sheree and Marlo are at Lay Archive. And Sonia shows up and they talk about Marlo's nephews. I'm feeling bad for Marlo, but I'm also... This is mean. This is mean what I'm about to say, but I'm sort of over the whole storyline with the nephews. Is anyone else feeling that way? And I know that's me. That's like the big thing going on in Marlo's life, but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> like, I'm over it, and I hope... I, God bless, I want all the good things for Marlo and the nephews, but I'm just like, okay, when she was at the life coach too, that weird-ass life coach, I'm like, I'm, I'm just sort of over it. I'm done with it. I've moved on emotionally and spiritually. I've moved on from the nephew storyline. And I just, next week, I'm not going to be wanting to pay attention because I didn't want to pay attention this week when she was at the life coach. I'm like, okay, fast forward, not interested. And believe you me, it's a very intense situation. I mean, she couldn't handle it. She's sort of mothering for the first time. There's a lot of ins and outs and emotion attached to the storyline of Marlowe's. But I can't bring myself to care. And I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why. Maybe that's on me. Maybe that's on me. Uh, but meanwhile, over at the Aces party, Kenya sits down with Candy and they talk about security. Now, there was a reveal that I was shocked to hear. Kenya says that Cardi B lives a mile away from her and she has 24 hour security. And I'm just thinking, I need Cardi B to show up on Atlanta Housewives. Like, how do we get Cardi B in the studio with Candy? Maybe they could drop some beats. Well, Candy, won't you check around Puerto Rico and see if there's a studio we can go drop some beats? <laughs> That's what I need. And they can even get Drew in the studio because Drew has a much better voice than I even ever imagined. When I heard her singing Happy Birthday, I'm like, what is this? What is this? She sounds good. She sounds, we're not expecting that. I mean, I've watched Housewives for, again, over a decade. And normally when some housewife starts to sing, you get what sounds like someone stubbing their toe. I mean, Luann, Kim Zolciak, Melissa Gorga, when they step behind a microphone and they surprise us for the first time with some singing, it's normally something that's a shock to the eyes, the ears, and all of the senses. Again, it sounds like a goat stubbing its toe. Like, that's what I imagine when Melissa Gorga first stepped in front of the microphone or Kim Zolciak going, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, that's what we're used to. And then suddenly Drew singing, I think, for the first time in this show. And I'm like, what is this? It's something on key. I'm not expecting a housewife to be on key ever. I mean, I was taken aback. <laughs> was anyone else like so surprised? I almost couldn't process it. Like my brain, my whole, everything about me couldn't process that Drew like had an on key voice. <laughs> and it wasn't even that good. Like it wasn't like it was Whitney Houston there. It wasn't like I was listening to Whitney or Mariah or Celine. It was like just an okay vocal, but it still was something that my body could not process. Whole equilibrium was off when I heard it. Uh, but it was, it was shocking. So we're going to get to that scene. I mean, cause Sonia just revealed that she's having a pre Jamaica party that turned into Shrey's birthday party. So it was supposed to be just like a pre Jamaica thing. And then she threw together at the last minute party city party. And we're going to get there. While Sonia, Marlo and Shrey are at lay archive, Sonia calls Kenya and they have a little thing going and they have something that's been bubbling up under the surface. And I can't wait for it to explode above the surface. It looks like it's coming maybe next week or the week after, but I'm very excited. But they called because Sonia wanted to tell Kenya that it's going to be a couple's trip. Now, Kenya's in the process of divorce. There are three single women on this cast. 
And I know Sonia's intention was to just say, like, you don't have to bring a significant other, but you could bring a friend or something. And we know in the past, Kenya has brought Miss Lawrence on a vacation when she didn't have someone. And so I would like Kenya to call up Miss Lawrence. Let's get Miss Lawrence back on this show. I know Miss Lawrence is busy in a hundred shows. I feel like Miss Lawrence is acting all the time. But let's get Miss Lawrence as Kenya's plus one. Instead, though, Kenya just hears this and she hangs up. She's like, you know that I'm going through a divorce and Sonia's pissed. And these two, it's going to all explode. It's going to all explode soon. And we're just going to be have to watch what happens live. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, let's take a quick break here. We have so much more to talk about. We have to talk about Candy and Todd with the girls. Woo. Lots to talk about. The editors showing the assets. Oh, my God. Uh, let's take a quick break. I want to thank Acast. Find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino. The Patreon has bonus episodes. If you want to go to patreon.com slash everything iconic, I do one bonus episode a month. More importantly, the uh, money helps to support this show. So thank you. And getting my book also helps support this. So get that. How do I unremember this wherever books are sold? I will be right back. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, they just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, and also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking 
Uh, Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crew neck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to Get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. And we're back. I like dick. A lot of people have been asking me to re-add the I like dick. <laughs> I like dick sound clip to the soundboard. So it's back. I don't know how long it's back, but it felt especially appropriate because Stray with the dick prick pants. So I felt like we needed to add that back. So here it is. I like dick. Okay, so we have that scene with Candy and Todd uh, and the girls, and they look so grown up. I mean, Riley and Kayla look stunning, beautiful, fantastic, but they're in from New York. Now, Riley is a sophomore at, what is it, NYU? And Kayla's working, she's in production, and they're sitting down because Candy and Todd want to go over their will. And so the editors on the screen, they literally showed, they did like a graphic with Candy and Todd's assets because they were saying like, if one of us dies, like we need you kids to break up the assets or whatever. And so then they show and they show all of Candy's assets. You know, she's got a hundred fucking assets. She's got a hundred houses and everything. And then they show in Todd's column that it just says New Jersey condo. <laughs> I laughed so hard. It was so fucking shady. You know Todd was pissed. You know he was pissed seeing that because it was like all these things. And then it said there was another of a separate screen that said like their assets together or something. And yes, they have th- a bunch of things together. But you know Todd was pissed because also we saw that New Jersey condo. They all went to visit it. It was just like a fine condo. I mean, it was a nice enough condo, but it was like not something that I think Riley's going to get super excited about to win if somebody, you know, passes away. And then they're like, oh, we bequeath you this condo of Todd's. You know, Riley would be pissed. As Who who among us wouldn't? You know, Candy's got all these assets. Could you imagine if they both passed away and then Riley just gets the condo in New Jersey? She's not interested in that. I mean, <laughs> I laugh so hard. Uh, but this whole scene, they were just going over. And I am so fascinated by, like, family wills. And I know this is dark and gloomy and, like, I don't know what it is about it. But I'm, like, so... I can hear about people's wills and who gets what and family money that gets passed down. It's very like succession. It's very family money dynamics. Like I could watch, they could have had the scene for six hours and wouldn't have been enough. I would have just settled in with some popcorn. It's like, I wanted somebody to come in there and I wanted to go by like line by line. Like what are their finances? Like who's going to give what and how much is that person going to get? And, I mean, I, and I wanted Mama Joyce in this scene too, because you know, Mama Joyce had some opinions. I was pissed actually that they didn't have Mama Joyce in the scene. Cause you know, Mama Joyce, she would have, she would have gone after Todd or she would have yelled at the girls or like Mama Joyce would have thrown her shoe. Remember that one time she picked up her shoe and she got pissed. I mean, we needed Mama Joyce in the scene. And I, quite frankly, sometimes they give us too much Mama Joyce, but I'm finding this season we're not getting enough Mama Joyce and they need to sprinkle her in just a little bit more. I don't want to feel like I'm getting too much Mama Joyce because that's a bad thing. 
That's not a good thing. But I would like a little bit more sprinkling, particularly in a family Todd scene where we're talking about money. That's the time when you get Mama Joyce in there. If there's ever a time to have that woman on camera, it's for this scene. So I'm not sure who dropped the ball on that. Maybe Mama Joyce didn't want to film. You know, she's busy with the OLG. She's got the spinoff. Is that spinoff coming back? I f- what is going on with that spinoff? I feel like I haven't heard anything. Are they getting a season two? Unclear. Uh, but I would have loved more of this scene. I would have loved more of all of it. Candy doesn't trust Todd, she said, because she, they talk about like, what if Candy dies first? She's like, well, I don't trust you to like give them all what I would normally give them. Cause apparently Todd's the more strict parent. He, Todd storms out. He storms out. He says they're disrespectful. And meanwhile, I'm thinking, well, it's Candy's money, you know, and men are very fragile. You know, men are more fragile than Humpty Dumpty. Like you got to be careful with men's egos and we shouldn't have to be. I mean, the fact that he's thrown out, he's like, you're also disrespectful. I was like, well, who was being disrespectful? Like, I didn't feel like anybody was being disrespectful in that scene, were they? I mean, the girls were maybe asking some questions. And of course, these young women are, they are used to a certain standard of living. Riley says, well, if somebody dies, like, I need to get the condo that you guys pay for in New York. You know, she's got that great apartment or whatever in New York that she stays in. So yeah, she's like a little concerned, like, if you guys kick the bucket... Meanwhile, it's like, obviously, we all hope that Candy and Todd don't pass, because I need to watch them on this TV show, among other things. I know Candy's also she's talking about producing the other play. I mean, like, I can't live in a world without Candy Burris. Again, I saw TLC last night, and the fact that she wrote this, I'm going to need someone to freeze her or something to make sure that nothing ever happens to Candy Burris, because I don't want her going anywhere. And a lot of people, it's not always popular, too. A lot of people want Candy off the Real House of Atlanta, but I don't want her off Atlanta Housewives. She's got the Escape spinoff coming, too. They're going to do another Escape and spinoff, and I love the first one. So I'm, I don't want her to go anywhere. I don't want her to go anywhere. But Todd storms off, and I guess they make up later, and Candy's like, there's no one better for me, whatever. Whatever. Okay, so then we cut to Sonia's getting ready for the Sheree birthday party, which is also the pre-Jamaica party. We see Sheree at the fabric store, and this is when she's talking about the VPL. Again, I don't understand if she's inserting a dildo into the pant where it like comes with it, so it shows the VPL, or if they're just somehow going to manufacture like a pouch. And is it going to be like, you know how when you get running shorts? Men, you know what I'm talking about, the men out there listening. When you get the running shorts, they have sometimes the underwear built in, or, or swim trunks. You know, are these going to have joggers with a built-in underwear that shows off the pouch or something? Like, I need to know the logistics. I'm sorry to keep asking, but I need to understand, like, how are we getting the dick? I like dick. Need to know. Uh, then she's wearing a She by Sheree sweatshirt, which this doesn't make much sense to me because normally on camera you would wear something to promote the business. So she's promoting the business that doesn't exist, and maybe she shouldn't promote the business if people can't buy the business. So I understand Sheree wearing that sweatshirt for this scene, but then I just think like that sweatshirt needs to be available when the scene airs. Do you get what I mean? It's like the agency hats on The Real House of Beverly Hills. We see Maurice wearing an agency hat every fucking scene, or Kyle, every time they're on vacation or something. She's head to toe in agency gear. But you can call up the agency and buy a house from them. So it's not something that doesn't exist. But when I see She by Sheree on camera, or Cut Fitness on The Real House of Orange County, you know, Tamara's coming back, you know we're going to see that fucking Cut Fitness hat out the wazoo on Orange County. <laughs> Not looking forward to that. I hope when they sign Tamara's contract, they put in the contract, like, you can only do so many cut fitness promotions, because I can't look at that hat. You all know what I'm talking about, the cut fitness hat. I can't look at it like she was doing at the end of her tenure before. 
I can't see that cut fitness hat every scene with Tamara. I can't do it. Bravo. I don't know if you've finalized the contracts with Tamara yet, but you need to make sure we get that stipulation in there. Maybe like one or two times she's allowed to wear the hat. I can't have the fucking hat in every scene. But anyway, the point is when I saw Tamara wearing the cut fitness hat, it's like, at least I know I can go work out and do a spin class at the cut fitness. I'm not sure that many people were. I saw the inside of that a couple of times and it didn't seem like many people were there, but uh, that's neither here nor there. The point is, she by Shrey wearing the sweatshirt, but I can't even go online and just get a merch sweatshirt. I'm not saying she's got to have the whole line ready. I'm just saying if you're wearing the She by Shrey sweatshirt, we should be able to buy it. Anyway, then we see that scene with Todd and Candy where they're making up and Candy is talking about being a producer on Broadway. Somebody asked her to be a producer on another show. And it was actually a really sweet scene because Todd was motivating her. And Candy was like, it's so nice that you push me. And I did think, I did like them together. You know, that other scene where they were with the daughters, the daughters, I was kind of pissed when Todd stormed out and said they were being disrespectful. But then when I saw this scene, I was like, oh, they're cute. You know, we go on a roller coaster ride, roller coaster ride. Uh, Then we see Sonia's party. They're all sort of dressed insane for this party, weren't they? Was I thinking, I mean, they all looked phenomenal. Like Marlo had that, those, uh, the shoulder, um, the thing with the shoulder, it had like these very aggressive, sharp shoulders. And I know that's in right now, but it just seemed like a weird thing to wear. And actually, maybe it wasn't the fact that they were wearing these outfits so much as it was like Sonia's party was a flop. Do you get what I mean? Because it was something about like they were seemingly dressed up in somewhere you'd go to a nice black tie party or something. Like it felt like they were wearing outfits that you would wear to a really classy function. And then they arrived at Sonia's house and it was the party city decorations with the photo booth that didn't work and the flop food, the dry food, as Kenya kept saying. So maybe it was more the party, but everyone shows up. Kenya and Marlo share very awkward hellos. Kenya says, it's very easy for me to ignore Marlo because she's irrelevant. So Kenya always has given us something, always given us something. And then Kenya says that Sonia lives so far away from the rest of them. Drew also said this. But Kenya said it's so far away she had to pack a lunch to go there. <laughs> I loved it. And then Kenya was just walking around that house and she's like, these are uh, fake trees. Get rid of the fake trees. No more fake plants. She's like, this gray color on your wall is ugly. You know, like Kenya was <laughs> giving her the business and I loved it. Because Kenya was pissed. She hung up on Sonia before and Sonia's a first season housewife. And I think somebody did need to... Uh, put. Sonia in her place a little bit because I do think Sonia is stirring the pot a little too much. Is anyone else feeling that way? Like Sonia's doing a lot. She's seemingly very extra. And I always thought Drew was extra in her first season. And now I'm looking at Sonia and I'm like, okay, Sonia's doing maybe a little bit too much. She's coming in with rules. She had that scene at the end of this episode where she had the rules that were about Jamaica. And I'm concerned about the Jamaica trip because she says, she's like, this is a work trip and it's sponsored by iFit. And they even showed at the end of this week's episode, it said like promotional consideration provided by iFit or whatever. And so I'm concerned that they're going to be on too good of behavior on this Jamaica trip, which by the way, I'm going to be adding the sound clip of Brittany on Vanderpump Rules doing Jamaica. You know, when she tells Jack, she's doing a promo and she's like cruising through Jamaica. Here, I'll play it. Hey, babe, Cruz and I are packed to go to the beach. You ready to go? Sorry, honey. Already here. I'm cruising through Jamaica. Cruising through Jamaica. So I will be playing that a lot when we get to Jamaica on Atlanta. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. But you know what? It's fitting. They're going to Jamaica. They're going to be cruising through Jamaica. (laughs) Cruising through Jamaica. Anyway, I'm concerned about getting to Jamaica because I'm afraid that Sonny's going to have too many rules. And it's going to be problematic for our cast because I need them uh, footloose and fancy free. Footloose and fancy free. 
Uh, okay, so Sonia can't get anything together at this party because she says it's last minute, the birthday part. And I looked it up. I think Sheree's birthday is like January 2nd or something. So it's right after the holidays. So it must have been hard to get a party together like a couple days after New Year's. You know, I understand that on Sonia's part. But then I think she should have just done a dinner instead of whatever that was. The thing that was really making me uncomfortable was like those decorations in the corner of the table where they weren't really... Hmm, how do I explain this? It just looked like you walked into a party city. Like they weren't even spread out. Like if you're having a party and you buy a bunch of parties to do decorations, no shade to party city, but you need to spread those throughout the house. It felt like she had like one corner of the decorations. I was like, what's going on? And then also she had the wine. Kenya pointed out that they had the screw top wine, which I love a screw top wine. You know, I prefer a screw top wine, but it's, you know, it's not that nice to have a screw top wine. Even though I like a screw top wine, I understand it. And then she had that E. I don't know if you watch the E red carpet footage, but they do that 360 view where they have the celebrity like stand on the platform and then it, they do this photo and it does a 360 degree thing to check out their outfits and head to toe and everything. And so Sonia had that. Like she borrowed it from E, but then it didn't have any battery. <laughs> Like they forgot to charge the battery. And I was like, maybe you shouldn't have had this. And I wonder if the company reached out and was like, hey, you should put this on the Real House of Atlanta, but then no one charged the battery. I don't know. It was like so awkward when Trey and Marlo were trying to do it. And it was like, oh, well, it doesn't work right now. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it was funny, though. And Drew brings up, though, about the, the barking dog thing. Like they talked about that for a minute. And Drew mentioned again that she's a dog. And I do just have to say, Drew needs to stop calling Fatuma dog. I mean, I think I've heard it too many times. And I don't, I, I don't know. There's something about like calling someone a dog that just feels too low blow to me. Does anyone else feel that way? I just feel like, I don't know, calling someone a dog. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I love when they're a little shady or they, you know, I, I like a little bit of it, but the, the, I don't know. The dog thing was weird. And then Trey and Drew got into it too. And Trey was doing like this weird improv space work with tomatoes. <laughs> Did anyone else catch this? She's like, I'm throwing tomatoes at you because you're whack. And then she was doing like fake tomato throwing. And it was, I've done way too many improv classes in my day. I mean, I've spent upwards of, I don't even want to tell you how much on improv classes at the Groundlings and all over the place. <laughs> Save your money if you're thinking about coming out to LA. Save your money. Um, no, I do love them. But I'm just saying, you do a lot of that kind of like space worky thing. And I was like, oh, Sheree's basically like in a level one Groundlings class because she's doing space work tomatoes in the scene. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. And then Drew was age-shaming Shrey. She's like, well, maybe you're older, you forgot. And that's when Shrey's like, well, I'm old and cold. She's like, you wish you looked like this at my age. And then this is when Marlo in her confessional, she says, Drew is pretty. Do you hear this? She said, Drew is pretty, but she better hope at Shrey's age she looks that good because Shrey looks damn good at 60. And then the producer comes on and says, Shrey is 52. You guys, you guys, that was so good. You just don't get moments like that on the other franchises. And then Marlo says in the confessional, she says, oh shit, Shrey's going to cuss me out for that. And Shrey probably did cuss her out for that. And I wish they had cameras on it then. I hope they bring that up at the reunion because I need Andy to bring that up because uh, I just wish I could see Shrey watching that, you know? Icons, 
I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Icons. Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Anyway, then Drew sings happy birthday to Shrey. They make up, and this is when Drew seemingly sounds good, which is shocking. They make up, and then Sonia gives the Jamaica rules. And here are the Jamaica rules. Water-friendly hair, no standoffs, which Kenya says she should have had a rule at this party for no dry-ass food. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Sonia's rule number three is no props. 
Drew says she likes a good prop, and she said, I'm an actress, so I like a prop, as if she's a modern-day carrot top or something. Drew's doing prop comedy. That's why she explain, That's how she explains the dog bone that she had in the, the bag. Uh, the other rule number four is no weed. She says weed is not legal in Jamaica, which I think we all thought it was. And then number five is Sonia says it's a work trip, so no fighting. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. And I actually think that's the main problem with the Dubai housewives. There are all these rules in Dubai. And so we're not seeing let loose uh, women. We're seeing women who are following too many rules on Dubai. And that's a problem. That's a problem. So look, that's hopefully it looks like in the previews that Jamaica trip is actually going to be really fun. And there's this whole thing with Kenya and Sonia's husband. I'm not sure how that's going to play out. And also Candy, Marlo says that Candy's only known in Atlanta. And Candy says, bitch, I'm worldwide. And she is, believe me, believe me. I saw a stadium full of people singing no scrubs and Candy Burris wrote that. So she is known. She is known. People know Candy's pen game is strong. And so I just heard something else. What somebody else sampled Bills, Bills, Bills by Destiny's Child. There's like this new song. And Candy wrote that. I mean, Candy wrote some hits. So let's not take that away from her. And there's no way she's just known in Atlanta. Not only that, but wasn't Candy like the winner of The Masked Singer? Now, I don't watch The Masked Singer, but it is a popular show. And it is a, like across the United States popular. And I think Candy won it. She was also on Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. And so, Candy, let's not take away from her. I'm tired of this Candy slander. Now, I know not a, a lot of people love Candy these days, but it seems like we're getting too much Candy slander. And she's given us so much. I'm just, re- I'm rejuvenated in my love of Candy after seeing TLC. No, I but again, though, you gotta go see Boys to Men, you guys. I mean, they're voice- flawless vocals. The way those men sound, uh, hearing them sing I'll Make Love to You. I mean, I was damp. Anyway, that's the recap for this week. We are going to be back later this week with The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Also have an interview coming up this week, so check the podcast feed. Wherever you listen to Everything Iconic, make sure you hit subscribe or follow uh, so you get all of the updates. I want to thank you all so much for listening, and I think we need to do our cheesy little cool down. We need to take this break. So if you're driving, please just don't close your eyes if you're driving. But <laughs> if you're not driving, you can close your eyes. And just breathe along with me. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. You know, I had some people reach out to me about doing like a meditation app because a lot of people like these cool downs, which were sort of an accident. You know, they happened one time on the podcast sort of as a joke and then people started liking them. And I've had some people reach out about doing like a meditation thing or a meditation app. And so I don't know, maybe in the future we might have to make that happen. Uh, but you'll have to go to profitv.com for more information on that. <laughs> Actually, they probably won't have that uh, there. But go to everythingiconic.com and maybe they will. Maybe they I need to start saying that. Go to everythingiconic.com for more information. Uh, let's take another deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Okay, I'm going to go nap, and I'm going to go eat some pizza. I ordered a pizza today. So, love you all. Stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.